Pulp MX Network production. Thanks for all the support, Pulp MX fans. The Pulp MX app is now available for both iPhone and Android-based phones. For all your moto needs, shop at btosports.com and use the current discount code PULPMX. And don't forget to click the Amazon banner on PULPMX.com when purchasing anything from Amazon. It's the Steve Mathis Show, brought to you by RacerX, presented by BTOSports.com and ThorMX. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast show presented by Thor MX. Our guys at Thor MX, uh, they support the sport. I don't know if you guys heard that or not. But uh, anyways, 250 Supercross East Coast preview show. Um, I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me uh, from Indianapolis for day 43 of the Indy Trade Show is uh, uh, Western Power Sports fly racing guru, Jason Thomas. I'm here. I wish I was uh, actually going to get to watch this. To the East Coast firsthand, but right. right, I'll uh, watch it like most of America on TV. Dealer show starts today, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. all right. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, the man who doesn't miss a podcast for anything demands to be on them, forces his way on them. My boss, the online editor of Racer X Online, Jason Wygant. Yeah, I like to call myself uh, the safety net plan B, the backup plan. plan. Um, I think it's been like a month straight where I'd be like, why don't you do one with just you, Ping, and JT? Come on, I don't need to be on every week. I know, that's why I say that. Yeah, not not possible. Ping, Ping is not even like, do we even consider that an option anymore? He's tough. He's tough. He's tough. He often gives me a window of uh, 4.30 to 4.58 on a Thursday. <laughs> I can talk. Exactly. I don't know. He's very not easy to get a hold of. But yeah, um, um, So for you folks wondering why we don't use Ping any longer, <clears throat> ask him, not us. We would love to. Well, we'll still use him. He hasn't been banned, but it's no, just no, no. Tough. We're not, right. but that's right. my point. Like yeah. we're not choosing not to use him. Right. We just don't use him because he's usually not available. We'd love to have him. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Who wants to listen to to you, Wygant, over a one twenty five Supercross winner? That is and my, me, exactly my, my, my waffling. And you're waffling. I mean, you're waffling. Now, the previous show we did two days ago, I didn't think it was bad with the arguing, but someone does seem to have think. Uh, thought that the argument took over the show. Steve, are you okay? You're I'm right? fine, especially after um, my forwarding of those emails that uh, supported uh, my side. So, um, oh, this is the arena. Congratulations, you forwarded some emails. Way to go! Uh, I just feel like I just like to I like to discuss both sides of the coin. Well, here, have to be. I'm not saying I'm right or you're wrong. Um, yeah, but sometimes it it just delves into. Two people just trying to make a point, and I feel like that's not entertainment anymore. No, but, I understand. I understand. But there are two sides. Sometimes, oh, absolutely. You know, I yes. feel like I need to. You know, not everyone agrees all the time. So, no, absolutely. Even if I don't, if I don't uh, completely, even if I see your side of it, you know, there's sometimes, uh, as you know, if you read the racetrack comments, people uh, have differing opinions in the sport. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, you you are correct with that. So. Um, Racetrack's comments, they fully agree on one thing. JT, best rider ever. They do agree on that. I just feel like sometimes we need to focus more on the topics at hand, acknowledge that I'm right, and move on. That's all. Yeah, there you go again. Right. (laughs) 
All right, let's do this. Hey, we don't have a whole lot of time. This isn't going to be our regular uh, long-ass podcast, but uh, we did promise to do it. I did get hit up on Twitter a bunch, so we we do need to do it. Uh, 250 East Coast kicks off this weekend, and uh, it's it's weird. Darren Durham's not going to start. Justin Bogle's not going to start, and those are two uh, heavy hitters. Inigo Easy isn't going to start. I'm missing Alex Martin's not going to start. Like some solid veterans aren't going to start, and that leaves us with a field weege that has two riders that have won a race. Yeah, um, I want to say that this is a very weak field, but people will flip out. Like I'll probably have some of the riders' moms very upset about that. So I will just use the math as a cover and say only two riders in this group have ever won a race, and one of them is Wharton. He's only won two races and has not really ever been in the title hunt before, so you're looking at one guy who's even been in a title chase before. Contrast that to the West. Colt Sealy's won a bunch of races, led the points last year. Roxton's won world titles. Tomac won the title last year. Not the same East to West. It just is. Let's say the least experienced field ever. A lot of rookies. A lot of rookies. So the East is least. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, No, but, uh, yeah, Durham, Durham, Bogle, Izzy. Alex Martin, that's that's four guaranteed top ten guys that are go. They're, they're not going to start. So, absolutely. So let's okay. So we all we love Wilbur Hahn. We all love Wilbur, right? And and Muscan's a good dude, but Dean's the, the is he? I mean, he he's the heavy favorite, right, JT? Yeah, I think um, I think he's got to be the favorite. But um, I think that I think that Hahn, if he can stay healthy. And Musquin for sure, Muscan will be. Uh, they're going to be really good. Um, yes, to your point, I agree that right. that Wilson has to be the favorite. Heavy favorite, though. Yes, yes, I, I yeah, think so. Right for the for the title, yes, I think he has to be a heavy favorite based on past results and you know yeah. how things have played out. Um, Weege, how? Of course, injury changes everything. Does how does Wilson get beat straight up? Has a bad race, bike breaks. Uh, Moose Cannon or Wilbur are consistent? Yeah, I think we saw that playbook in the West where, uh, you know, we, we were thinking that it was realistic for <clears throat> Eli Tomac to win six to seven races and dominate. And you know what? He might actually end up doing that and still not win the title. Yeah. Um, just one, it, it, it's the short series A, and then B, when you split the coast 50-50, there's just not enough guys to get in between. It's the exact opposite of the 450s right now where a bad start means you finish eighth. Mm-hmm. Bad start for any of these guys, they can still get third. <clears throat> so if you're Wilson and you have one bad race, getting those points back, not going to be easy. So I'd say you really got to focus on not having the bad race as opposed to winning as much as possible. Yeah, I've always been an ad. I thought Dean should have stayed down this year anyways, you know, just because he, hasn't have a, he doesn't have one of these things. He doesn't have a title, indoor title, and uh, he needs to make it happen, you know. Um, this is definitely going to be his best shot ever. And if he doesn't do it, ooh, he's got to really wonder, is he cursed indoors, you know? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see, um, looking back at his past performances, he seems like he's very hot and cold indoors. Uh, there were some races where he was just head and shoulders better than everyone. San Diego comes to mind right off the top of my head. Uh, he, he just, nobody had anything for him, period. And, but then there was other races, um, going back even the year before that too, like St. Louis, uh, he just didn't look like he had it all day. 
and I think he was fourth at the end of the night or something, but just looked off, you know. So I'm interested to see if um, this year if that pattern remains or if he realizes that this is his title to win and he can mentally kind of, re- you know, remove that, those kind of nights from the from the series. Yeah, it seems like his starts would be one weakness, huh, JT? He can't. Yeah, but I, I don't think that starts are going to be as important this year because of the field, like we said. But, yes, I, I do agree with you that starts were, you know, when there was Barsha and all yeah. these other, you know, heavy hitters in there that he couldn't just run through. Um, he kind of needed to be up there to race with them. But this year there's only a few guys, and unless they get out front and check out, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's going to be tough for anybody to just run away, run away from him this year with, you know, like we've been talking about with the 450s every week where you can't just come through the pack. You're gonna, he, I feel like he's going to be able to just blow by, guys. Yeah. The So I, I think he doesn't sweep the series. So who else wins a race? Do both, JT, do both Muscat and Wilbur win a race? I think they do. Yes, I do too. I think both yes. guys win a race. Weege, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's just a um, – it's just a strange stat that neither of them have won one yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they certainly have been close, and they've been capable. It's not like they need a massive breakthrough right. to get one. So, yeah, I, I don't think that's a, who, a surprise at all. Who challenges Dean more? Is there a, a clear second-place guy? In my mind, it's Muscan. I believe Marvin, moving Marvin, the Marv attack, Muscan, takes, takes a little bit of a step forward and, and runs with Dean here and there. Um, I think Muscan separates from Wilbur a little bit. What do you guys think? Wilbur's if Wilbur can stay healthy, yeah, he will be really good. Yep, I think so too. Um, I, I think speed is not going to be an issue for him. He's just had so many freak little crashes and weird deals mm-hmm. that he needs to avoid, obviously, to try to be in title contention. So um, I hope that for him. He's such a good guy and works so hard, you know, and he's gone through so much adversity. This is a great opportunity for him. Uh, everything is kind of in place for him. Not that he needs a weak field, but, of course, everybody, you know, that's right. what you'd love to have. Um, so, I mean, it's there for him to take it. So, okay, so, I, you know. Give me second place in the series. I will say, I'll say Moose can in the series just just because of Will's past history. Okay. And all you can really go off of is past performance. So, yeah. um, you know, I, that may not be fair, but you right. kind of have to go off of it. What if, what if Muscan wins this, and KTM sweeps both coasts? Man, it's not far fetched. I know, right? It's not far fetched at all. It's nuts. Um, what do you think? Why not far fetched for them to win all three titles? Not at all. Nope, you're absolutely nope. right. And the KJSC, they'll wrap that <laughs> up. Too. I think they have. Well, that's probably the least likely, but four would be nice. Um. Yeah. All right, so let's let's do um, let's do second place. Wygant, who do you think? Uh, just to give a contrary opinion, um, I'll go with Han. I, but I, I know where JT's coming from. Like I think Muscan, even though he's only got one season in, uh, he was pretty consistent last year. So you kind of feel like he's not going to throw it away. Unfortunately, Will's track record is not that good. The last couple of years, getting hurt. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's got. He's really good at Supercross. He's really fast. Um, I think he could even run with Wilson speed-wise, but point situation could be a little different. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. We'll see. But I, I'm going to pick <clears> – <throat> I'll am gonna, i pick Will uh, – sorry, Han to finish second behind Wilson okay. just 
little different. And, and really, uh, moving on from there, I'd pull him out of a hat, right? Blake's won a couple of races, and that Blake's team good. And that team Blake's has some I mojo. Wouldn't, I wouldn't count him out of that mix. Really? Yeah. Oh no, no, I, I, I don't think that. No, Blake. Blake is fast. Blake could be in there. He just has had the same kind of problems Will has with crashes and bad starts and yeah. all kinds of issues that keep you out of the points chase. But if you told me Blake Borden won a race in 2013, I don't, I don't even blink. No problem. Yeah, he just has to avoid inconsistency. But then I guess so does Will. Oh, no, I'm, yes, I yeah. agree. I'm uh, talking about just winning a race. I'm yeah. not talking about winning the championship. I'm looking for the fourth-place guy, and I think you can pull him out of a hat. In the points, when all said and done, you know, at the end of eight rounds. Uh, I don't, rounds, I don't know that that's possible. I think Wharton. Wharton, okay. Head and shoulders above the the rest of the guys when it comes to you know eight or nine races, right? Because um, just because of his speed, I mean, he he's very capable of winning a race here and there. And if he doesn't crash, there's a really good chance he's on the podium as well. Um, so at the end of you know that series, yep. it's not like the other guys behind him are really consistent either. The way the field is, it's going to be you know just a mess of people finishing here and there. Um, Wygant, who who finishes better, Zach Bell or Justin Hill? Hill's been dealing with a lot of injuries for a long time. Bell's entire career has been injury riddled, but he's been good <laughs> except for the he had a big one at Utadilla. Obviously, lost some time, <clears throat> but Hill pretty much missed the entire uh, last year of racing as an amateur, and I think he was injured again during this offseason, um, and then to come in with all that time off and then have to learn Supercross for the first time, uh, I think that's a pretty steep climb. <clears throat> um, oh, I think Bell yeah. will have a little bit more confidence coming in just because of what he did at those Nationals last year and things like that. So right. I'm going to go with Bell. I'm looking for Bell to finally get a good start. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm waiting right, on. Right. Finally get a good start. It, it's funny because the they're both rookies – they both have limited experience, but they're on the two best teams, let's say. Maybe KTM is just as good or whatever. But um, So to me, it's like they're going to have a jump on everyone else just because of what the teams they're on and bikes they're on. Right, JT? Like no matter what, they're going to do well, They almost by default. You're talking about just the big team riders? Well, I'm just, I'm just saying like put Bell and Hill on Moto Concepts and Star – and they're not as good. They're going to be better by just riding those bikes and getting good starts and, and all that. Yeah it, yeah, it obviously helps. It helps with confidence. It helps with everything. You right. know, you're on the best bike when you go to the starting line. That's a big confidence booster. Um, so, you know, it, you know, it comes down to just you. All I have to do is just don't screw this up and everything's going to go well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think Star, you know, I think they've gotten a lot of things worked out with Cunningham's bike the last few weeks from what he says and what it looks like. So, uh, I don't think that's a huge drawback, but, um, yeah, obviously going to a race, you know, one of your first races on that good of a bike is mm-hmm. a huge bonus. Well, why get, we're not, we, you know, Jeremy Martin, he beat Carmichael. I don't know if that's like, but I mean, Jeremy Martin, uh, I, I just threw that in because that's what people were talking about last year when he, when he made his debut, but there's, there's no difference. Why get between Jeremy Martin, Zach Bell and, Justin Hill, there. He's on official Yamaha team. He's a rookie in the class. He's highly touted amateur. So why aren't we including him in that? Or am I making a mistake? Yeah, yeah, I think you are because um, 
I think if you on the amateur end, I think um, really if you had a draft lottery, I think it was really Bell and Martin. Um, and Bell has always been ridiculously fast, but man, does he crash big? Have you seen that a time or two? Have you noticed? Um, well, I mean, this goes back to last summer when I I'm just going eh, and you guys are freaking out over Zach Bell. <laughs> you guys are literally freaking out, and 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 I'm just like eh. So, um, well, if Martin, you look at their Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, no. Leach. I was just going to say, if you look at their speed. Right. Yeah. Their speed was Sorry, ahead Leach. of Hill when they were amateurs, and Hill missed a year. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you could put Hill. Unless the team thing is that big of an issue. <clears throat> but like JT said, right. Cunningham did well the last couple of weeks, so it's not impossible. It's not like he's at, he's got a 20-pound weight strap to his back because he's on a Yamaha. Well, he's got an oil tank. An oil tank, yeah. And a carburetor. 450 literally is like a 20-pound weight. <laughs> Ask JT. Um, uh, no one is happy with Davey Millsap's success on a Suzuki and Jason Thomas. I did call it. Davey Millsap's. Um, yes. No, but uh, – so, yeah, so why again? So, in my eyes, Bell and Hill are better than Jeremy Martin, and maybe that's just uh, – so I'm making a mistake. He's going to be, be right there. It, well, because I think you're letting the team thing yeah, be maybe, the maybe. factor there. I mean, There's look, no doubt that – when all those three guys were amateurs, I think that um, I think really Martin was the standout. He missed Loretta's last year because he was hurt, so that uh, probably took him off the radar a little bit. But um, the only thing about Martin, kind of like his brother Alex, who's not racing for the first couple rounds, yep. I think his real strength has always been just just not giving up, you know, endurance, fitness, just staying in there, long motos. But uh, that's not really a thing in Supercross, so we'll see if his other skills. Uh, really come into play here. It, who, Jeremy's taller than Alex, right? He, a little bit, but he's yeah, not, but not by a lot. See, that's where I think, and this is Ping's thing, and I and I've started paying attention um, because you know David Pingree, after all. Um, Ping is just like Alex Martin will never be that good at Supercross because of the whoops. He's too damn short. JT, uh, he's shorter than you, right? He is shorter than me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so. It all depends on how you make your bike. If uh, yeah. if you can make your bike low, really low, and then still get it to work, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, I can tell you on when I've had my bikes lowered subframes and get the linkage right and foot pegs and all all the stuff you can do to modify a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, if as long as you get it to the point where the seat is not hitting you in the butt, if things go a little bit wrong, then there's no difference, right. none whatsoever. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't. You know, once once they got Ricky bike set up correctly, he got away from all that crazy stuff he was doing, like on his Suzuki days. He was just as fast as anybody right. in the whoops. I don't on, think it was a problem. Or on his Honda days, you mean? Got away from things he was right, doing. Once he got days. past that, yeah. Right, once yeah. he got away from that, got a normal setup. But then they, you know, got the bike low and and mm-hmm. right. Then it, he was well, as fast as anybody. It's that time again. Thanks for listening to the Racer X podcast show, brought to you by BTOSports.com presented by Thor MX. I appreciate it. Don't forget to click on the Amazon banner on pulpamex.com to help out pulpamex.com. We appreciate it. Listen to these commercials. Buy from these sponsors. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side.
Racer X Podcast Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Racer X Podcast Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. For 2013, JT Racing enters its next generation with the all-new Evolve Light, ProTech, Enduro, and Limited Edition collections, taking quality and innovation to a whole new level. Also available in youth sizes, each collection is built with high-grade materials offering its own unique characteristics to meet the demands of today's riders, both recreationally and competitively. To find a dealer or view the entire collection online, log on to JTRacingUSA.com. Championship proven. Many motocross apparel brands make that claim, but only Thor can back it up. As America's first motocross apparel brand, Thor has set the standard for delivering the highest quality performance racewear on the market for the past 45 years. With champions like Ryan Villapoto, Blake Baggett, and Dean Wilson, to name a few, our products truly are championship proven. To see all the new 2013 products, visit ThorMX.com or head to your local Thor Parts Unlimited dealer. Thor, the official racewear of Supercross. I, I guess maybe, I mean, uh, you know, obviously Brad at Star Racing, I think he wants to light me on fire for all my anti-Star Racing comments he, over the years. And maybe that's it. Maybe I just don't, I'm not a believer in that program. And I think the results show it. And I think Bobby Hewitt's, Jason Anderson example is so money for, for, for the way you run a team. And, of course, Mitch and the Geico guys already have their, 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 their program. And I, you look at the teams and you look, one of these things is not like the other. You know, the old Sesame Street thing. And it's star racing. So I, I feel like, yeah, maybe I'm a bit harsh on him, but I also feel like I have a point. You know? So let's hope Jeremy Martin can break through. Is also, I think you also have to look at. Let's hope Jeremy um, Martin is the, the riders too. Yeah, let's sometimes hope sometimes it falls on the riders. Absolutely. Let's hope Jeremy Martin is the Rosa Parks of Supercross Star Racing. I think that's a vicious kind of cycle too, because I think people, you know, some of the riders feel the same way you do, so then they don't get the very tip-top rider there, right? And that correlates into not as good of a result. You know what I mean? I think it just kind of it all works hand in hand. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, let's take a look at and see. You know, Gannon Audet broke his wrist last year. X Star guy, he's on Jab Motorsports team. Cowie, uh, Kyle Peters is on an AG KTM. Maybe those two can. We already seen Durham and they're racing Hondas. That makes any sense. Oh, they are. Yeah, Al Albiker, who's like Mister KTM, right? Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. they're on a Honda. Odd. Um, Swanepoel too. You- we left Swanepoel out. Solid veteran. Yeah, but if you take those guys and then you look at who they're competing against, those guys are not Dean Wilson. Those guys are not, you know, they're not the same level of, you know, Wunderkind or whatever you want to say of amateur that came out, in my opinion. They weren't Justin Barsha. They weren't Jeremy Martin. They weren't Jeremy Martin. They weren't Jeremy Martin. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that it's a fair comparison because you're not getting that same rider. 
So then, the you know, whether the bike is as good or not, you don't have the same level rider on that bike, so make, obviously yeah. the bike looks worse. You know? We're going to have to see. Cooper Webb and Jeremy Martin will be definitely a better asset test than the guys we just I, talked about. I agree. I agree. Um, I think the thing that that team does, though, is they get the guys that aren't at that super elite level, and then about halfway through the year, they for some reason forget what level rider they had, and then they bag <laughs> on the dude for doing as well as he could be expected to do, but that's not good enough. Yeah, and not, not only them. I think everybody does that. I think you know what what happened. What this kid was supposed to be the next thing. Well, unfortunately, he wasn't as good coming out. You know what I mean? And, right. and that that fact gets lost, and then all you think is the kid's not good. I I think there's something there with Kyle Peters. I do. Weed, you know that. I've been pounding the Kyle Peters drum. I think you have sort of maybe maybe not pounding the drum, hitting the triangle. Let's say. Of Kyle uh, Peters. Cowbell? Cowbell. I, he's got some skills. That's all. I think he's I haven't really seen anything to prove that point yet. Okay. All right. Pers- personal. I haven't. No, yep. I'm, I'm not trying to argue no, with that. I'm being honest. I know. I, I haven't seen. If and you... when he came out, I thought he was really fast. I you know, saw his results at Loretta's, and I knew he was good, but I haven't really seen any, especially in Supercross. Altor is a little bit better. Supercross especially, I haven't seen anything where I can, you know, think I've... Really look to expect anything from him. If I close one eye, I see a young Blake Wharton. See, I don't, I don't think so. Peters was missing main events a lot last year. He's um, hurt. He doesn't have a hair that Blake does. That's definitely. I just I think his Supercross skills are lacking. Outdoors, no problem. Okay. He's a good rider. Right. Not not anything to worry about. But Supercross, I think he's got some work to do. Um, Vince Freeze, Gavin Faith, uh, Cole Thompson. Those three. Why well, can't talk about him? Freeze. This this really could be an opportunity for him to be known as more than just the assassin. Really, definitely picked up his game here on the 450 on the West, and I don't think there's anybody else in this group that even raced a 450 at all, right? Like Gavin. Little, well, Gavin Faith last year, yeah, but yeah. No, I mean yeah. this year, like right. he's the only guy that's got races under his belt right. coming into this East thing. So that would I would think be an advantage. He seems to be riding better than ever, and the way this field is. You know, I think there's a chance for Freeze to get in there and get some good results, maybe top fives, and then people say, hey, you know who's riding well? Vince Freeze, instead of, oh, the only thing I know about that guy is he takes people out, and I don't know what he gets result-wise. Gavin Faith, uh, I think think he was pretty good last year in 450 class. So he's on Moto Concepts, Yamaha or Honda. So Mm -hmm. he could be a surprise. Cole Thompson, privateering it, a couple of top tens last year. He'll be better in his second year, and, of course, he's Canadian. So I will have my eye on, on Cole Thompson. I tell, I tell you what, with these guys, um, Vince Freeze has got a serious opportunity to here to be like number 20 next year in national number-wise between the Supercross <laughs> class points he's already gotten. Uh, he's going to get really good results in the light class. I guarantee you he gets some top fives with his starting ability, and he's riding really well. So he's going to get a ton of points in the East Coast, and then he does pretty well out there. So he's going to be – you're going to look up next year, and he's going to be like number 19 or something crazy. Yeah, this um, is about the nicest thing you've ever said about Vince Freeze. I, if he would, if he would ride cleaner, I have nothing ever to bad to say about him ever again. <laughs> I promise you. Um, um, yeah, he, then you look at Gavin Faith, and I really, I expect a lot out of him. I think the big question mark is going to be, can he get starts because he's a big kid? Yeah, ability wise, he's going to be really fast. I know I've talked to a bunch of people that have been around him training wise and all kinds of stuff. He's going to be really good. Just can he get to the front um, before okay. everybody's gone? And, and then, uh, yeah, Cole Thompson. If you know, 
if everything goes well, he's, he's got the skills. I mean, I think he proved that last year. He's just going to be, can he make that next step? Because he was a late, you know, right around 10th place guy, maybe a little bit better in Supercross yeah. last year, but can he make that next step? I always just keep smashing back to no Izzy, no Durham, no Bogle, you know? That's a, like no Martin. That opens the doors for a lot of guys. Uh, Absolutely. It's it's wide yeah. open right now for you to go in and make a name for yourself. Yeah. Why can't does, does Vince Freeze get a top five, like JT says? In a series? No, I think he just meant a race. But. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Really? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's easy to – first of all, you're talking about a group of young guys, so they're always pretty inexperienced. So you can count on, in any given race, a bunch of dudes might just crash back. And then if you take two or three of them out of it, how many other big hitters are left? I mean, I think we know that those four we talked about at the start are good. That was, the rest of those positions, I think, are wide open. If you get a start, if you don't go down, the other riders do go down. Yeah, absolutely. And that sounds like I'm making excuses, like he needs the car to fall into place. But he's been riding well, too. Like He's ridden the 450 well. Can you imagine him? He's going to get good starts. He always has. It's his best quality. Can you imagine him getting a good start and these kids, inexperienced kids, trying to pass him? <laughs> it is going to be a it's, melee. It, it's, it's like a baby deer uh, thrown in with, like, lions. Like it's, that, that medic truck is going to be on standby. Oh, these kids don't know what's coming. Uh, Jimmy Dakotas? What about Jimmy Dakotas? What's he racing on? I don't, I don't ever heard much about his program. He's just a privateer Honda. Okay. Well, if he, I mean, if he has a good bike, he's he has the skills. You he's know, been, he's kind of in that same boat with Will. Can he stay healthy? And, and he's been all out that a year. Stuff. Yeah, he's been out a year. So, yeah. um, you know, funny Wygant. I read. I'm, I'm. I have your your preview column open. Um, yeah. to talk about this podcast, uh, and I just I'm looking at the teams, and God bless them. But AG Motorsports, ADR Racing, Australian Dave Racing, uh, Tough oh, yeah. Racing is back. Muns Racing, uh, Makers Wit Racing, Team National Switch Gear, uh, like the East Coast, <laughs> where where anybody has a team. <laughs> well, that's like the point. You've you also lost. <laughs> right, right. You've lost J Star and. Troy Lee, they don't race east. Yeah. So you've taken, you know, we're saying not only are big hitters over there, but you're taking out two teams that are pretty capable, have good riders and good support. They're not even there. That's five guys. Yeah, those two teams have five yeah. riders, right? Yeah, it's just, actually, well, even JDR had yeah, Kesha, Kashia, yeah. uh, whatever, the cereal that has seven grains on a mission. They had three guys. So there's actually six between those yeah. two teams. So, yeah. So maybe these teams are being smart. Maybe they're saying, listen, we only have the money to do one coast. I know it's all awesome to race at Anaheim and where the hype is, but this is where we can maybe get top tens. Yeah. Maybe that's Always struck me as weird last year. Uh, literally, uh, it seemed like 10 KTMs in the East Coast. Everyone was on a KTM. Um, well, now we lost AG. But didn't it, wasn't it funny last year where you were just watching all the KTMs oh, at, tons. at yeah. Dallas? You're like, oh, my God, look at these KTMs. Langston's showed up, you know, all that. Um do we know if, if uh, is Bogle, Durham, and Martin coming back at any point for the East? Um, yeah, yeah, all, I think all three will be back at some so. point. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, that'll it, that'll spice things up even more, you know, especially if Wilbur and Muskan and if they can run with any of those guys and get in and, and, and affect the points at all. The – okay, so get – me being Canadian, I'm obviously cheering for Cole Thompson. 
and we're hoping he can do something. You know, his star racing ride, his star racing ride didn't go the way that he or I or my country had hoped. Wygant, what's the what's the top end for Cole Thompson? What is it? Um, how good? To, like in a in a in a race? Yeah, like like he, you know, we saw him four fifty outdoors, top ten. Yeah, I say I say like you know? seven eight if things work out okay. the right way. What do you think, yeah. Thomas? Um, Try to not to get the whole country mad at you right I now. I will but. say, in the spirit of Dusty Clatt, I will say he's capable of fifth. In the spirit of Dusty Clatt. Oh, Dusty Clatt, I forgot. Yeah, he was going to do it. He was going to be our guy to get us back on top. Um, Lance Vincent, all right. C- Canton Zero, Freeberg. Hey, Freeberg, that, that's Red Dog's guy. Is. He loves all those guys are capable of yeah. getting top ten. Right. I mean, you can throw all those guys in a bag, shake it up, and just throw it at the results page, and nobody's going to be surprised. Yeah, you really can. Um, we have Nick Beatty too in Canada, by the way. He's racing. Uh, he's a privateer guy. He should be all right. I is th- he a mechanic? I don't know who that is. No, his dad used to be. His dad used to race rollerball. Warren Beatty. I heard of him. All right, so give me. Well, again, give me your surprise of the series. Give me. Give me uh, something that's going to knock our socks off. No? All right. He simply doesn't. Yes, yeah, so I have my line muted there. My, my phone is blowing up with people asking why you're why we're not doing the Marvin Muscan interview, which we've tried to get a hold of Marvin. Yeah. Sorry. little other business going on. You should see a Marvin Muscan interview on the RaceRex site soon if we can make this happen. Right. If I can get off this podcast. Right, yeah, Stephanie not called me twice during this podcast said, what's up with you guys? Yeah, she, just, like, she just called me too. <laughs> okay. Well, you know anyway, what? The world doesn't huh? stop for M- Moose Can. So, um, no. We could maybe just patch him in and just have him on the show. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Uh, um, I think Freeze is really going to do well. That's the uh, But I don't know yeah. if that should be knock your socks off. I mean, again, I'm just looking at how well he did. I know 450 has been around. A lot of these guys are rookies. Um, so that's. Okay. I think it's going to be a surprise, but does that count as a surprise? Um, I'm going to be a little more specific. Gavin Faith podiums. Damn it, you took mine. Gavin Faith podiums. That is that is my going. That is my knock your socks off. I don't know when. I don't know where. I don't know how. But Gavin Faith podiums. Well, I'm screwed. <laughs> um. Okay, well, you could take mine too if you want, if that's what you want. I, I honestly, my honest feeling is, is there's not that much depth in this class. So both of you had the two ideas I had. Right. There's just, there's just not. I mean, I, I hate to say this because if I was racing under test, if somebody said, there's just not a lot going on in this class compared to wow. what it could. <laughs> if everybody was healthy, it would be a great series, but unfortunately. Half of the the marquee riders are hurt before it starts. Right. I mean that's that's a big blow. There's just not a lot going on in this series. Not as far as hype, as far as what right, you want right. to talk about in the media. I'm not saying those guys are going slow. I, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. not no, no, what no, I'm no. saying right. at all. Right. I'm just talking about hype of guys coming in that you know you're that everyone's excited. There's, I mean, that's the great thing too, though, is there's going to be a lot of storylines that people don't expect. It's not going to be the same old. Yeah. You know front few guys there's going to be guys that are making a name for themselves and actually getting some tv right. time so that's cool i think one thing we can bank on is mitch payton will be a lot happier than he has been we 
hope. It's, it's looking that way. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of races to be run. That's a good point. All right, guys, anything else? Um, no, we got we to track down Moose Can, don't we? You yeah. have all my points, so I have nothing left to say. Uh, com. Remember to save at btosports.com. Type in the word Pulp MX, and you'll save some money. Uh, presented by Thor MX, this podcast as well. The 250 East Supercross region. Thank you to the sponsors, and thank you, JT and Weege. Um, hopefully we look like geniuses at the end of this East Coast series. Thanks, guys. See you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Steve Mathis Show. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to find the more than 200-episode archive or get the Pulp MX app for your iPhone for the complete Pulp MX fix. 